You are listening to Master Coaching with Ajit, a podcast that inspires coaches to impact lives of their clients more meaningfully. I am Coach Ajit, and I'm known for coaching high performers, entrepreneurs, and leaders. I'm also a serial entrepreneur and author of many books. On this podcast, I am answering your burning questions. I'm also demonstrating and deconstructing behind-the-scenes coaching sessions. And today, in the final episode of the Start Strong series, I have a really special question that comes up again and again and again. And today, I hope to settle this for once and for all. As a new coach, we are expected to learn a whole lot of ideas and practice a whole lot of ideas, do a lot of how-to materials for finding your niche and pricing your packages. What would you say is the best way to going about all of these tasks? It is so common, especially for new coaches, to reach out and say, hey, I'm reading all these different trainings, watching all these programs, following all these launches, and everybody tells me a different story. Everybody tells me this is what you need to do. And then, of course, two weeks later, somebody else comes and says, well, that's not what's going to work for you. This is what is going to work for you. And very often, the same person tells you a couple of months later that the thing that they told last doesn't work anymore, and you need to learn something completely new. How many times have you found yourself in a situation where you finished a training program only to realize that the next one is completely different? The playbook is completely different. The expectation is completely different. And hence, all you're doing is keeping up with the trainer and their marketing techniques. I'm here to settle this for once and for all for any new coach that is wondering what should they do first? What is the order of activity that one should follow for them to have a thriving, successful coaching career. Now, before I give you the step-by-step, I do want to bring one thing to your attention. These steps change when you evolve until a particular stage. So if you're somebody new and you're in the first six months or a year of your coaching career, if you're looking for your first five to 50 clients, this is exactly the step-by-step you got to do. But once you've found a rhythm, once you're making six figures, once you cross the 50 client mark, your model might change and evolve. And that is a different conversation. So know that right now what I'm speaking to is your first 50 clients. Not post that because post that, you will have a different decision to make and we can talk about it another day. But let's see what one has to do to get their first 50 clients. What's the step-by-step? What's the order of business that you need to follow, my dear friend, for you to be able to have a successful coaching career without getting overwhelmed, without getting all stressed out, without getting all concerned about if you're missing out on some amazing marketing technique that will simplify your life. There's only one fundamental truth to building a business. And I say this after building many, many multi-million dollar companies, supporting multiple seven-figure companies and eight-figure companies at this point. I can tell you this as a fundamental truth of building a business. If you get the foundation right, the business is going to run for a very long time. The first fundamental truth of business is it starts with you. And that is your step one. You don't start with your business strategy. You don't start with your marketing plan. You start with yourself. You start with the work of who you are. What are your values? Where are you going in life? What's your vision in life? What is it that really excites you? And what is it that really takes away from your joy? Have you really taken the time to figure out what are the goals for yourself? 
Why should these goals work out for you? What is it that is so unique about you that will give you the edge to have this manifestation come true for you? Have you really taken the time to create a good understanding of yourself? Have you taken the time to really listen to your mental dialogue and correct it so you can be in an empowered state? Have you taken the time to understand your habits, your behaviors, your responses to successes and failures? The more observant you become about yourself, the more curious you become about yourself, the more smart you become about yourself, the more you've created a great foundation for when you actually start building the business. Here's the one truth that you must understand about business. When you're working in your business, you are like the first team member that you hired. A business's growth, a business's success is a little bit about the product, a little bit about maybe the founder, a little bit about business strategy but it's mostly about the team. If you can put a fantastic team together, they will figure out the product. If you can get a fantastic team together, they will figure out the business strategy and they will make any marketing work. So business success is mostly about team success. So if you were starting a business today, you're a team of one, and the one person that is on the team is you. You have signed up for yourself. Now take the time to train yourself to be at the highest performance level. Train yourself to have the skill to perform at the highest level that a person can possibly perform. Use your strengths every day. Ignore your weaknesses until you can hire them. But focus on you. And that is the first, the first step that you do, is you build a ritual, you build a practice, you do the work so that you know you. And you know how to work on yourself on a daily basis so you can show up for yourself and for your business. And that's the first thing that you want to do is work on yourself. And this is one thing that you will consistently do. If you want to grow your business, work on yourself first. The more you will grow as an individual, the easier it would be for you to grow your business. Most people think that business is about some business strategy. But if you would look at any business, you'll find each business has a different business strategy. So there could be not one common secret somebody is finding out. The secret is they figured out how to leverage themselves. They figured out how to do the best they can. They figured out how to work with people. That is the truth of building a business. The first thing is work on yourself and find a way to work on yourself consistently because this will be your best bet, you. Before we get into action steps of your business, one step at a time, let's look at the second key principle that is vital to success of a coach, and that is your methodology. Let's take a minute and imagine that everybody that you ever spoke to said yes to working with you. How would you actually deliver that product? How is it that your client will experience an outstanding outcome by working with you? How is it that your clients will experience 10x the return on their investment in context of their health elevated, their life elevated, or their business elevated? How is it that your client is winning? You see, most new coaches are so fixated on business principles and business strategies and how I get a client that they forget the clients don't sign up with you. They sign up with their own possibility. And the only way they are going to sign up with their own possibility is they see that you have the capability to bring about their possibility. You have the capability to bring about the results that they desire for themselves. You have the capability as a coach to help them overcome their challenges. And that capability can only be demonstrated if you have a good fundamental base on how coaching is done, 
And it only happens if you have solid foundations on coaching principles and you have a solid methodology that creates results. So the second thing that you want to work on is create your methodology and test it first with yourself and then with people around you before you go out in the world so you have proof of concept and you can actually go out to your potential clients and create results with them because once they see results, there is no turning back. Recently, my life has got really busy. I had a daughter recently and I decided that I need to stop coaching one-on-one. I can't handle one-on-one contracts anymore. And so I started telling my clients, hey, listen, you know, after the end of this year, as our contract comes around, I don't think I want to take clients and I want to dedicate some more time to my family and focus on the things that I'm focused on and focus on my new book that I am working towards. And every single client, <laughs> every single client said, can you make an exception? Can we somehow continue to work together? And that's not because of any other reason, but my methodology is so strong that every time I work with a client, even if I work with them for two, three years, I'm able to create 10 times the return on their investment. So find a solid methodology and keep evolving it. It is going to become, again, a foundational element for your success before you start deploying business principles. Now that you've worked on yourself and your methodology, now is the time to consider what should be the steps that one should take in the order that they should be taken so for somebody to really create success in their coaching business, especially as a new coach. So let me break down the business step by step. Step one is to answer these three key questions that will help you identify who do you serve, how do you serve them, and what is the problem that you solve for them. So here are the three questions you want to answer. This is who do you help? And get as specific as you get. The more specific you are, the more intentional you will become. The more attention you will pay with who you're talking to. The more attention you will have in creating outcomes with this person and identifying the problems with this person. So get really specific. Don't just say, I work with everybody. Don't say, I work with men. Don't say, I work with women. Talk about more specifics. I work with a particular kind of men or a particular kind of women in a particular area of their life. The second question you want to answer is what do you help with? What is the area of life that you are really helping with? What is the problem that you're really helping with? Is it around relationships? Is it around health? Is it around behavior change? What is it that you help with? The third question is how do you help them? This is your methodology. What is the model that you use to help somebody who walks through the door and says, I need your help. Can you coach me, please? How do you help them? Answer this question as detailed as possible. The fourth question will help you identify your sales pitch. While the first three questions help you identify your message, the fourth question that I'm about to share will help you identify how you will offer this to someone. What pain is gone when they work with you? What pain in their life disappears when they work with you? Here's the reason why we answer this question. When we think about, hey, I work with men who are entrepreneurs in their 20s, let's say, in growing their businesses or helping organize their teams using my proprietary coach consultant methodology, I do so because I know that the big pain that a 20-year-old entrepreneur men would have is that they fear they cannot lead a team, that they fear they have an imposter syndrome. They fear that they don't belong. They fear that they're working with people that seem to be more talented and experienced than them. You see, when I know their pain, when I know what is it that is really happening for my potential client, 
it makes it easier for me to actually establish communication with them because I know exactly the pain they want to alleviate that shows up as a particular result that they want in their life, in a particular way they want it in their life, in a particular category that they want in their life. So it's very important to answer that question. So to spend some time to identify what pain is gone when your clients work with you. The second step is to identify how the conversation is going to go, right? When you're a new coach, your principle, your key idea should be, I don't need to have 100 clients tomorrow. I need to find the one perfect client so I have found a way to communicate with them, show them my capabilities, create results for them so I can continue to enroll them. And you will do that for the first year of your coaching career. You don't want to try and be expansive and grow too fast while you're still figuring out what is it that you even do. So the second step that you want to do is ask yourself the question on how would you open a conversation. So the second step that you want to take is to answer these questions. How would you open a conversation? How would you lead them into a coaching conversation? And how would you make an offer? So let's say you go to a physical space where people are very comfortably and openly talking about their relationships because they're seeking advice or they're just communicating openly because it's, say, an event around that. And you're somebody who wants to coach individuals in a very specific area of relationships, say, for example, the first year of parenting of a newborn. How would you open this conversation? How would you even start to know if this person is the right person that you're talking to? And once you identify that, what is the flow of conversation that needs to happen for your potential client to even lean into some kind of coaching or some kind of interest in coaching. And once that has happened, what would be your next steps to actually make an offer? Now, there are many ways to do so, and we do give you tools around that in our program, Start Your Coaching Business, that is available on full scholarship starting today. Below this video, you'll find a link that will show you how you can get a full scholarship to that program. But for now, for the sake of this podcast, answer just these three questions. Ask yourself, how would you open a conversation? How would you lead them to coaching? And how would you make an offer? And then I want you to take this material and go out and test in the world. By testing, it simply means go out and approach a few people that may qualify for this and see what happens. One of the keys to really know what works or not is to actually go out in the world and see how it fits. It's like when you wanna buy a jacket or you wanna buy a high-end coat, you wanna actually go into the store and try it out. If you're buying a high-end watch, you wanna go in the store and see how it fits your wrist. You just don't wanna order it online because you don't know what you're gonna get. You could do that with products that don't hold a lot of value, but products that are life-transforming for you, you probably want to see how they work. And that is kind of how your business will get developed as well. Your business can change your life, and your life can change because of your business. Go out and try a little bit. Go ahead and test it out a little bit. See how people respond to your messages and how you communicate, and what is it that you may have missed in your communication. The only way to really know that is not to sit and intellectualize it, but to actually go out in the world and try it. Now, as you will test this, you will find that every single time you test it, you get better. Every single time you go out and say it in the world, you get better. You get better in communicating it, you get better in getting a response, you get better in coaching, you get better at making an offer. And as you're getting better, what I want you to do as step three is actually make the offer. Actually make the offer, but make it for free. So a person can say yes much more easily and you don't have to fight your internal resistance that may come up when you're first trying to ask for money for a service that is new to you and you're offering only now in the world outside. 
Now, if you feel comfortable, you can bypass this step and take the next step, which is to ask for money straight away as you enroll clients. But if you feel uncomfortable asking for money, start with giving away your services for free. This is what I did in my early part of my coaching career. I would take the time and energy sometimes to spend one to two days with potential clients and simply offer my services as something that I'm giving away for free. I was letting people try out what I have to offer while trying to figure out what is it that I even want to offer? How is it that I want to offer? What is the format that really works for me? And what is the format that doesn't work for me? And once I was able to do this test a couple of times, I felt confident that now I could go ahead and tell people stories of these clients that have taken my services for free and also charge people money for my services. Going out in the world and giving people services for free gives you two things. Firstly, it gives you the confidence that you can actually create results in your clients' lives. And secondly, it actually gives you testimonies and stories to tell of past clients that have had a result with you. Now, you can use these stories to enroll new clients. Now, as you're going out in the world and offering your coaching services for a fee, you may be asking for a really small amount for one or two sessions. That's how you start. You say, all right, we're going to do one session. It's going to cost you this much. Either you're going to do two sessions. It's going to cost you this much. But once you've made that offer a couple of times, I'm sure you'll find yourself wondering, is there a better way? And this is where you want to define your package. You want to see how is it that you can structure an outcome for your client, the most frequent outcome that your clients hope to get. But by working with you, how can you structure it in a small or a large way so a person can say yes and commit to a particular timeline of working with you? You ideally want to start with something that is, say, a three-month package or a five-month package. They're short enough that you can price them reasonably, and people should be able to afford it fairly easily. You can run this coaching package in any way you want. You can make it a one-on-one. -on -one. You can do it in a group format. Which brings me to step six go out in the world and start offering this package. Start going out in the world and use everything that you have learned until this point and tried until this point to make the offer of the package that you just crafted. What is important while doing this process is if somebody says yes, try to ask why did they say yes or try to figure out why did they say yes. And if somebody says no, also try to figure out why did they say no. The reason why it is so important that you discover at this stage why somebody says yes and why somebody says no is because this knowledge, this information will help you stand apart from everybody. It will make your conversations easy. You will know much ahead in time, even before you propose it, if somebody's going to say yes, if somebody's going to say no, you'll be able to qualify your clients better. You'll be able to engage with them better. And you will eventually start getting yeses and have a long list of clients waiting for you because you have such a good read on people, their yeses, their no, their reason whys, what works, what doesn't work. And that's really the competence that you're building while you're doing all of this legwork to get yourself to a place where you can really scale your coaching business. And that brings me to step seven. And this step is so very critical and most people don't do it. Step seven is where you make a business plan. A lot of coaches fear making business plans. They don't want to make a business plan because they love their freedom. They feel like they're going back to their job. But here's the truth about coaching businesses. When you're a coach, you own your time. You are free. You can do whatever you want. And when we are left to our own vices, when we are left to you can do whatever you want, sometimes we fall for a trap. How many times have you found yourself not taking action towards things that you know are good for you, for your business, for your health, but you don't do them 
And one of the reasons is because there is no hard timeline. You haven't given yourself only a short space of time to create outstanding results. Once you do that, it makes it easier for you to take action because it's in context of time. There's a time limitation, there's a time barrier, and you wanna hold yourself accountable to actually meet that timeline. So go ahead and make a business plan for the next six months, for the next one year, whatever feels comfortable, but something that is a long period of time that will keep you in motion. Because if you don't stay in motion, you will find ways and will get distracted very, very soon. The one underlying success to phenomenally successful coaches is they are consistent. They may fall off the wagon once in a while, but they are still wildly consistent. They do the work day in, day out, even if they don't really feel like in that moment. They might work a little less, but they will still come in and do the work that they committed to. And that is critical for your long-term success. So go ahead and make a business plan. And again, if you don't know how to make one, we give you the tools inside Start Your Coaching Business that you can get for full scholarship. Know more about it in the show notes below. The final, final step as a new coach that you need to remember is there will be a point in your coaching career where your understanding of the business, understanding of your coaching will evolve. And this would be the time when your market is also evolved. You have a lot more followers, a lot more people who are watching your work, are interested in working with you. This is a time where you evolve to a main street market. This is the time where you ask yourself broader, bigger questions on who is it that I want on my team? Who is it that would be great to add as asset and that would help us build more and more and more as a company? And then you go out and try many different formats of delivery. You might say, I don't want to do one-on-one. -on -one. I only want to do events. I only want to do groups. I only want to do programs. I only want to do blank, whatever that might be but you will be able to ask yourself that question and be able to actually deliver to that promise to yourself. So this is the final step, right? This is step eight, and there are more steps after that to keep growing your coaching business, but until you get to step eight, do step one through seven. And the more times you do the final few steps of going out in the world and testing it out, offering your packages, seeing what is getting you, you know, following a business plan, the more likely you are to get out of the rut of how do I get started? to finally getting started. Now, if in the next 21 days, you are interested in starting your coaching business, I hugely, hugely recommend you check out our scholarship offer on Start Your Coaching Business. Start Your Coaching Business has helped thousands and thousands of coaches get started. We have over a thousand testimonials on the program, and I really do believe that this program might be transformative for you. It might change the way you have been doing business until now, and as a new coach, it can finally give you the start that you truly deserve. So go ahead, check out Start Your Coaching Business below in the show notes. If you haven't yet subscribed to our podcast, please do take a second and subscribe to Master Coaching with Ajit. This is the final episode in Start Strong series for 2022. Go ahead and share this episode with a friend that you think can use this episode, is struggling to get their coaching business started. I'm sure you enjoyed our conversation today and enjoyed this series. So go ahead and leave us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for listening in. This is Coach Ajit, and you're listening to Master Coaching with Ajit Podcast.